0: Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Moats on your 24/7 home of the Black and Gold SNR All right ladies and gentlemen Arthur Motes Wesley Euler back for segment number 2 of today's episode <laughs> and it is an episode because like we say on every Wednesday it is in podcast format so Oh, it is. What does that mean? Well, what do you mean by this podcast thing? Well, podcast, for those that are unaware, this is like the new fad. It's taking over everything, especially as it pertains to audio-created content, okay? okay. So, imagine this. You can listen to whatever you want to listen to. Whenever you want to listen to it, commercial-free Ooh. and free of cost.
1: Okay. That's that sounds good to what me. a podcast
0: is. That sounds good to me. I mean, you can pretty much find your podcast wherever you find them at iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, Spotify, you name it. We got it. Mm -hmm. But what you do need to understand is this. The title of this podcast is called Steelers Blitz. And that's Blitz with a Z Z on the end of it for those that might want to spell it with an S. I still want somebody (laughs) to say, like, wait a
1: second, who's ever spelled Blitz with
0: an S? You don't spell that that way? No, we don't.
1: But hey, you never know. You it just, it just got to clarify. Yes, All yes, right? yes.
0: We wanted to make sure that we left no stone unturned. We're focused on the minutiae and we detail our work. Okay? And we also say, and I don't know when was the last time we've done this, but we do say that, hey, if there happens to be any type of review that you leave, a five-star or a one-star, we will check ah, it. True. We will read it off and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll let the people know how you feel about us. Mm-hmm. That we will. But it has to be one-star or a five-star. We don't do that in between stuff. We don't Correct. like Correct. You well. either love us
1: or you hate us. It is that
0: simple, baby. It is that simple. But with that being said, I think we are good unless you saw a review. Did you oh, get a review I'm, I'm, now? Right? I'm
1: ready. To, I'm ready to rock and roll, partner.
0: Okay, well let's get this thing rolling cuz I've been fired up about this Would You Rather Wednesday, okay?
1: Mhm.
0: Ah, yes, yes, yes. Would mm-hmm. you rather, would mm-hmm. you rather? So let's start with the quarterback position, right? Because they are the prom kings, they are the darlings of I know you I knew you wanted to start. Of the NFL. I knew it. I knew it. Ben Roethlisberger on one hand, Ryan Tannehill on the other hand. And listen, mm-hmm. Megawatts, this is a group project, okay? <laughs> we want your participation. So when I ask you which quarterback would you like in this matchup, who are you taking, let us know on the dot oh, you got to let us know. Okay, let us know because we will read these off. But starting with you, Mr. Goodhair, how you feeling? Oh, I'm huh? feeling great. Hmm? Oh, you how mean, you mean, feeling?
1: You mean how in you, terms of – How you yeah.
0: feeling? Let's yeah. talk about – let,
1: yeah. let, let, let's talk a little bit. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks, quarterbacks. Uh-huh. So the two uh, in question today, Benjamin Roethlisberger and Ryan Tannehill.
0: Mm-hmm. Both first-round draft picks. High uh-huh. pedigree guys.
1: uh uh-huh. mm. you know what they say. There's an old saying in Texas, fool me once, <laughs> shame on <gasps> you. Fool him twice. We won't get fooled again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> ben
1: Roethlisberger. All right. Mm-hmm. Listen. Uh, I think it should be crystal clear at this point. Ben Roethlisberger is not perfect. He is not an all pro, but he he could still rise to the occasion when he needs to. He's still got bullets in that holster. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think Ryan Tannehill is a is a good quarterback. But he just he hasn't been the same without Derrick Henry, as mm-hmm. I think we all knew was coming. But man, they've got some really talented wide receivers. They've got a pretty good offensive line. Not not as good as it's been in years of past, but a pretty good offensive line. Certainly, I think better than the one we got here. Before. Give me Ben Rothsberger I uh, listen, I, I I had to think about this a little bit more with Kirk Cousins last week. Um I, I don't want to poo-poo Ryan Tannehill. I think he's a good NFL quarterback. Right. Um, but when push comes to shove he ain't getting my love. Uh, I'm, I'm going with
0: number seven. Ooh. Man, now are you allowing the fourth quarter to change your mind? I mean, Maybe is that what it is? Maybe, but you know, or, or these is it just are, a, is it a history thing?
1: These things are weighted differently. It's like you know, um, September football's not weighted the same as December football. That, that's
0: what that's exactly what I'm alluding to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the fourth quarter was enough for you then. You know, you always like to hold my feet to the fire here. I
1: was just asking. I
0: you, you need your answer first. If if the fourth quarter was enough for you, that's all you have to say? Because <sighs> I get the whole narrative. Mm-hmm. I, I get it, but it's not like this is, you know, vintage the whole time. We're not getting four quarters of vintage. We're getting a couple series of vintage. It is correct. Then the opposite for the, the majority. I uh, I mean, great fourth quarter comebacks, but how are we getting have, into these well, let me situations? Ask, let me also, ask you right? This,
1: because you know, because again, we do we focus more on our own yard than Correct. we do our neighbors. Yeah. You, you watched Ryan Tannehill these last few weeks? I have, yeah, yeah. he has been mm-hmm. not so good. Mm-hmm. Not, two touchdown passes, five interceptions in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Eh, not so good. Okay. Eh, not so good. Okay. Played the Jags, worst team in football, maybe other than mm-hmm. the Lions. Last well, the Jags
0: week, did beat the Bills though.
1: wait they did the Jags beat the Bills. they did oh they did you're right they did yes seven and six that's what i'm saying they did beat them seven
0: and six team i've ever seen they definitely beat them yeah
1: listen this is uh this is not um ollie versus frazier
0: Mm, you sure (laughs) it's definitely not (laughs)
1: If this was, you know, if this was September, maybe I'd be singing a different tune. But I, I look at Ryan Tannehill on the year, fourteen touchdowns, thirteen interceptions. I'm just not crazy impressed with what he's been doing. Give me Ben. Okay. I'm, I'm uh, you know what? Last week I tried to be objective. Uh huh. I, I put my black and gold glasses down. Hmm. Not this week. Okay. It's Christmas. Hmm. I'm riding with the horse. It's that not Christmas
0: me. just yet. That's next week,
1: man. Oh, see now, if I said that to my <laughs> wife, Yeah. <you know, laughs> My yeah. wife always accuses me nuts. She's always like, you never Christmas get in the Christmas spirit, spirit until like Christmas the twenty
0: second. Yeah. It ain't Christmas I'm, yet. I'm trying. I'm a father
1: now. So I'm slow you roll.
0: Slow you roll. I'm trying. Slow you roll. We still got time, man. Ooh. <laughs> so you really doubling down <laughs> on seven here.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Ooh. I'm going I'm going and you, seven. and you
0: are believing that we will get more of the fourth quarter version ahead then, correct? Um, or do you just feel that what we saw from him as a whole body of work throughout last week's game is still going to just be better than what Tannehill can give? Correct. Okay. That's
1: what I, that's that's what I think. I listen. It's it's hard for me too because I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. It's it's been a whole lot of, I think lately and mm-hmm. and for the majority of the season, bleh for forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's fifteen really good minutes from Ben. Yep. I would also say, though, I don't place that all on Ben. Mm -hmm. Like, what we saw in the first half against the Vikings, where, what, three or four different times? Right. Past rushers are just running free uncontested, and Ben has half a second. Like, like I don't don't know if I really put that on him. Um, So maybe I am giving him some benefit of the doubt in that regard, obviously. Um, But I think, like, for example... If Ben was playing behind the Titans' offensive line, I don't think we'd be talking as much about that 15-minute thing. I I think he would have more opportunity to settle in and and to get comfortable and make some more plays. No, fair enough. Again, I'm not saying he'd be an all-pro still either, but...
0: Not like There's that. There's a lot though, of
1: man. contributing factors to that, which I'm sure we'll talk about when we get to the offenses yeah, here. in a I few I definitely minutes. like that, man. I def- you get like that makes sense. No, one
0: hundred percent, one hundred percent. It makes sense, man. Because those are different contexts that can go into how we evaluate a guy. It's just one of those things that unfortunately right. we don't get the luxury right. of seeing him in that offense and vice versa. Correct. Because that's the other part, right? Well, can any other quarterback win in this offense the way it's currently constructed? Well, we don't know because we haven't had another quarterback in this offense. So it goes both ways. But I think me, that's well said. Yeah, but for me, man, I'll, I'll give you my answer instead of playing around and beating around the bush. I take Ben in this matchup, but it's less about some of the things that you were speaking of, more so the turnover element of it. Ryan Tannehill is an underrated quarterback. People don't want to give him respect. I agree with you on he that. He is a good quarterback. No different. We talk about Kirk Cousins. What do we say with Kirk? Good quarterback, never going to be great. He's going to have moments where he looks really good, almost elite, and he's going to have times where he's like, yo, are you a bonehead? What are you doing? Anybody that watched that game Thursday night, they walked away feeling exactly like that. Yeah. I mean, that's just who the that's who he is. I think Tannehill's slightly ahead of him. But um from and I can't even take credit for this, but they I've heard him be called a poor man's Josh Allen. Ooh. And I was like, you know what, I really like that right there because in that sense, athletic ability, yes, he can run. He can create with his legs, strong arm can make some throws. More streaky, though, right? Not the most accurate or most consistent, but as a whole, a still a good quarterback, a guy you can win with. But right now, since Derrick Henry has went out, his exposure to, uh, to negativity has increased. Because they're having to throw the ball a lot more, which is why he's had the increase in interceptions. Prior to that, those interceptions weren't happening like that. Prior to last year, when Henry was out there the whole time, those interceptions weren't happening like that. This looks more like Miami because the lack in running game. Now, they're still committed to it, but with them having to run the ball less and throw the ball more, that's the biggest reason why his numbers are up. I don't think that that's fully an indictment on him, though. When you look at the injuries that he's had, and not just injuries, A.J. Brown being out the lineup dealing with his mental health as well, that hurts you. Absol- that definitely hurts you. They,
1: they have had some um, some dings to that offense, yeah. certainly.
0: 100%. But the thing that I will say about Seven is he has been taking care of the ball. Now, obviously, you know, we had our turnover. Uh, was it um, – Last week or whatever, excuse me. But as a whole, throughout these four or five weeks now, seven has been I think pretty one clean with turnover, th- one or two. Uh, well, because he had the cl- the Cincinnati game, right? Cincinnati. C- that's why I was like, "That's yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah. But I as a whole, though, yeah, I was there. gonna say eh, uh, But as a whole, he has been taking care of the ball, and I just feel like if he continues to take care of that ball in a matchup where it's going to be close, like this one particularly is, the lack of turnovers by seven. And the potential of creating a turnover by this defense against Tannehill, who's already shown that he has turned it over a lot more when he's throwing it as much as he has been. Mm. It just benefits us. And I, that's why I feel like I take seven in this matchup. I think
1: that's well said. See, you broke it down, um, I think, more proper than I did.
0: Well, you know, I like to be a little well, I proper. Just, I
1: just, you know, sometimes I got to go with the homerism.
0: Man, well, you go, you, you, you're more of a stand on the, on the pub buying, you know. Oh, yo, 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 yeah, 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 yeah! Stand at the pub and sing some Christmas you songs. You know, That's how you do it. was Where, no. me? Where's for me? I'm more of a. You it's know? gonna be
1: some yeah. Christmas songs sung in the next ten days. I'm more of a strategic, you know. Which, by the way, while we're doing this now, because we'll remind people next week. But mm. should we should we lay down the Christmas schedule now so that the you know so ah uh, yeah, I guess our you listener, yeah our listeners, yeah, give them a heads it. up, give them a heads okay. up, give them heads up. Okay, we're here the rest of the week. You know, you've got us tomorrow and and Friday like a normal week. Uh, You know, tomorrow we'll do a little three things Thursday, start to scout the Titans more in depth. Friday we'll have our typical, you know, uh, last show before the game show where we'll get all kinds of rowdy and all kinds of hijinks and sing some songs and some predictions and go into the classroom for five-star Friday. You better believe it. Then Arthur Motes, we will be back Monday, okay? We'll be reacting to what happened against the Titans and maybe giving some thoughts ahead to the Chiefs because next week, Monday, is going to be our only show. All right? Now, everybody knows we normally don't have shows on Tuesday, right? Because, well, during the season, I should say, we don't have shows on Tuesday because it's the Mike Tomlin Press Conference and everything that comes with that. So you've got us the rest of this week as normal, high noon on SNR. Then you've got us Monday as well, too. And then we're taking off, mates. All right? No show Tuesday. because the Mike Tomlin Press Conference. And then Moats and I are taking Wednesday and Thursday off and Friday is Christmas Eve. That's a company holiday.
0: You better believe it.
1: So you know, and we are part of the company. We 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 happy. Yeah. We we happy. You know, Moats and I in the past, I think yeah. we've done a pretty good job of like we during holidays we're still here. But you know what? This year we're taking a little extra time. We're taking it. You know, in the past I feel mm-hmm. like we would have just taken Friday off, right? Like we would have just taken Christmas right? Eve off, and that yeah. would have been it. But you know what? You got a family. I got a family. Happy Christmas. I gotta get out. To, yeah. Listen, I gotta get out to Philadelphia. All right. I mean, the the in-laws deserve to see my daughter too. Jeez Louise! I would agree with that. I also want a cheesesteak. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna front.
0: Well, I kind of want to sleep in, so you know, <laughs> I, I'm gonna enjoy that part of it. So, rest of this week is normal.
1: Monday, normal show, and then that's it for next week. And we'll talk the Yens after Christmas, the day after uh, the the Chiefs game, when we will really probably have a a clear picture of what the Steelers need to do in the final two weeks. Uh, if and so they have an opportunity to make the playoffs, Arthur Motes back to Would You Rather Wednesday, your typical scheduled programming. Hey, 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 after so now, this
0: update. so now, with that being said, we said we we're going to talk about the offenses now. Ooh. Nah, oh, your favorite so thing, to ta- yeah.
1: See, your favorite quarterbacks and offenses, your favorite things to talk about.
0: Oh, man, this is easy to do it today with you because I know you're you gonna hit me with the seven. <laughs> it's been you know why, because it's got to be backs <laughs> against the wall, they got to go and win this week. So I know you're going to give me heavy, heavy, pro pro mm-hmm. Steeler offense. So I'm just getting it out the way. That's mm-hmm. all. So offense, proceed, my friend. Titans, easy answer. Mm-hmm. But you didn't elaborate, though. <laughs> uh, 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 this is the elaboration yes, business. correct. Yes. If okay. you want a one-word answer, you better go do a fill-in-the-blank test. We don't do that over here.
1: Quarterback, I give the slight edge to the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Running back without Derrick Henry, I give the edge to the Steelers. Okay. I think other than that, though, it's – the Titans' offensive line, I mm-hmm. a, again, they're not perfect. They're not as good yeah. as they were maybe a year or two ago, uh, since they lost Jack Conklin, you know, to, to Cleveland, and Taylor Lewan's been banged up. But that offensive line, I think, is still a a step above the Steelers, and that to me is probably enough of the conversation. And I know that they, you know, Julio hasn't been completely healthy. AJ Brown ha- has been absent. Motes, I, I just I still feel like they're doing more on offense consistently than the Steelers are. And like I said, it's weird to say because I give the Steelers a slight edge at quarterback. I'd probably give the Steelers maybe even a slight edge if we're talking all skill positions. But I do think the offensive line makes that much of a difference. Not 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 a massive golf in the Steelers' offense to right. the Titans' offense. It's not like but I say it, the Titans are top five and the Steelers are bottom five, anything like that. But I I I'm going Titans' offense.
0: No, I could definitely understand that, man. Um, o line wise, yeah, I agree. They definitely have the old line because at the end of the day, even a bad Taylor Lewan or a declining Taylor Lewan from injury, is still head and shoulders better than any old lineman that we currently have. Mm -hmm. That's just the nature of it. I agree with
1: that. And that's just one guy. We could probably do that for a few more. (laughs) And and
0: and that's the reality of it. Mm -hmm. The wide receivers, I like our wide receivers a little bit better, just because with them, their guys are banged up. But as a whole. I do think they have a better identity for their offense. You watch their offense, they still are committed to running the ball. Yep. Even though Derrick Henry isn't available and they have used multiple running backs, they still have a commitment to doing so. And they're trying to because, like I said, when we're talking about the quarterbacks, they want to limit how much exposure – my man Ryan Tannehill is is having to deal with in terms of just throwing the ball as frequently as he's had to since Henry has went down. If they can find a way to get that running game a little bit more productive and consistent, that helps out Tannehill that much more. But as a whole, they know who they are. They know how they have to operate, and they have been doing it well enough. I mean, they're still 9-4. and That's the part where it's like flawed, yes, injuries, yes, this, yes, but still 9-4. and Getting it done. They have a method.
1: And they've been yeah. missing their MVP for a large chunk Absolutely, of the season. Absolutely, <laughs> man.
0: Absolutely. They haven't used that whole, well, our best player is injured or this guy's down. They don't care, offensively or defensively. They find a way. They've been finding a way, man. Yep. So, so I would Derek probably – So Henry for MVP. Is so I would lean them for offense as well yeah. because of that. At times, I don't know what our identity is. As we said, we don't know if we want to be a hurry-up team. team. We don't know if we want to be a run-the-ball team. We don't know if we want to throw the ball 60 times. We don't know if we want to be jet sweeps and and, and gadget plays. We just don't really have us uh, a solidified identity. What we do know is, if we down seventeen zip, y'all better be careful though. That's our identity. <laughs> we'll okay? catch up on you real quick. That, that's our. We we more of the tortoise in the hair. You yes. know what I'm saying? That's
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. Steady and slow. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes wins the race in the yeah, fourth yeah. quarter. Exactly.
0: Put some respect on what we doing. Sheesh.
1: <laughs> that you know what though that when when Derrick Henry got hurt. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were making jokes like, oh, Derrick Henry should, like, watch how this looks for the Titans the next yeah. couple months. And Derrick Henry should win MVP. Hey, they haven't been a Mona Lisa. They haven't been the 16th chapel. Did you just say the 16th chapel? Yeah, maybe they're like the 14th <laughs> or the 15th. Yo, I can't stand you. You think when Michelangelo was painting the 16th chapel, he said, you know what, guys? I did the first 15 myself, but I need some help here. I
0: can't stand you.
1: But they have, Motes 9-4, and four, they've kept it moving much better than I think anyone expected. And that's a testament to the rest of their offense.
0: I would agree with that. That is a huge testament yeah. to them, man. Yeah. Huge, huge testament. Now is it time for the darlings of the team?
1: Ah, I've been waiting. You know, Now, you now is it time for you the offensive people. I've been for wanting the most to talk important, about the defense all day here.
0: I'm ready to talk about the most important individuals on the team, on the field. Ah, The defense. Defense, you know. Defense. All right, I'm sorry. I had to get it out of my system.
1: <laughs> you know, Arthur Moats. Both of these defenses have struggled. You know, the Titans' defense. They've had their roller coaster moments as well, too. They've had games where they've played very well. Mm-hmm. The pass rush has been there. The secondary has been improved off where it was last year. They've also had some not so good moments shall we say Mm -hmm. statistically they're kind of all over the board Mm -hmm. you could find some stats that would say ah you know what pretty good defense you can find some stats that would say eh, not a very good defense they're they're kind of right in the middle if you look at just yards allowed per game titans are 19th in the league steelers are 22nd so there's not a ton separating these two teams both have had their health concerns uh, and like I said, both have had at times productive pass rushes at times they've left some to be desired there. they both had good secondaries at times and and then struggled as well too yep this is I, this is tough also too for me, part of this is 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 still Joe Hayden's status honestly
0: yeah well now we're still early. I was going we'll to say we should know, but this we'll know by later this afternoon, afternoon we'll have yeah. a better
1: we'll have a better idea. If he is a participant in some fashion yeah. at practice right now, good chance that he goes. If he is DNP again today, oh yeah. man, uh, then then all DN- bets are DNP off. DNP
0: on a Wednesday for Joe, I'm not a fan of. I would like to see him at least be limited today.
1: I'd like to see him be limited today. Worst um, case, I think at this particular moment in time. I'm going to give a the slightest of slight edges to the Titans. Really close, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give the slightest of slight edges to the Titans. They've been a little bit better in the run defense. Both teams are struggling to take the ball away. You know, um, man, this is you know what I think this is this is a tough one. Honestly, this might be the hardest of these three. Would you rather's? Maybe I'll regret it, but I'm I'm ever so, like ever slow so slightly. I'm talking one of those like in the Kentucky Derby where they got to slow it down and go oh, pixel by neck, pixel neck, here we go right now, to see yeah. who crossed the line first. We got Black
0: Lightning versus Would You Rather Have an Ice Cream? Like
1: that one famous Michael Phelps race where he beat the by fingertip by fingertip at the very last second. Heck yeah, I think maybe the maybe the Titans just by the skin of their chinny chin chin, but mm-hmm. it's close. It's close. What say you, though? Am I wrong? Tell me if I'm wrong. So
0: you said Titans by the skin of the chinny chin chin. hmm By a Michael Phelps finger. You know what? Honestly, it's not as difficult for me. I go them. Ooh. This is why, though. I think that our interior D-line, we're better top end talent cam hayward versus jeffrey simmons agreed but at the same time that gap isn't as big which in the sense of jeffrey simmons is still a good player he i mean you'll hear his name on sunday yeah don't get it twisted he's a good player yes but what i mean is this the gap between cam uh cameron hayward and jeffrey simmons compared to the gap from i don't know uh, Danico Autry and let's say a Henry Mondo, I think is a little bit more substantial. Right. And it's not a shot at Henry. It's just Danico is a little bit more established. Right. Certain players. And I feel like that with the Titans D line because they run a three four the same way we do. They have a top end guy to at least be in the conversation with our top end guy. Hmm. I feel like after that, though, is where we take a bigger hit than they do. Correct. So that was that.
1: There's a bigger gap there. I I
0: think that's undeniable. And then when we go outside linebackers, okay, if TJ and Alex Heisman were fully healthy and out there, well, obviously we take our guys. But I also have to remember that TJ didn't play the full game last week. Heisman didn't play the full game last week, so that introduced Taco Charlton and Derek Tuska. Well, Harold Landry has 11 sacks on his own. OLED Dany has two and a half sacks on his own. So if it's not TJ and Highsmith, then yeah, they have the better edge guys right now. If TJ White is not out there and we're just talking Highsmith versus Harold Landry, you can make a case that Harold Landry is the more proven player. So that's the other reason why I would take them inside linebackers. Zach Cunningham, it's going to be different because Zach Cunningham, career wise, has been more productive of a player than Devin Bush, right? But this will be Cunningham's first game, potentially first start with them as well. David Long, good player. I think I like Schobert a little bit better, but you can see they're a little bit more comfortable in there, right? Long. But then we talk secondary. Secondary? Oh, stop it. Where did he go to college?
1: Just wait till. Oh, we'll talk about him tomorrow on Three Things Thursday.
0: I'm sure we will. Secondary wise, though, right? I think that if Joe Hayden is available to us, it gives us a little bit more of a boost.
1: That could change my that could change Yeah, my That answer. gives us a little bit. Because
0: I, yeah. I don't that, think man, that they, and large. I don't feel like they have a corner that's as good as Joe, but we don't have the depth that they have. Yotsu. Whereas they yep. have the Janoris Jenkins or the Jackrabbit Jenkins, whatever he wants to go by this week. <laughs> I hope they don't call him Jack Rabbit Jenkins. I do not want to hear that uh, ever again. I know he's trying to change his name, I get it. I'm just not a fan of it. But Elijah Molden, he was a guy that we liked coming out of college, potentially to come here and help us out. He's there. And then when you talk about the safeties, Kevin Byrd, man, listen, Kevin Byard is underrated. No different. We talked last week with Harrison Smith. Kevin Byard is a ball hawk. He has five picks on the season, but he has been doing this his mm-hmm. whole career. Nobody gives him love. If he played in a team where they got love like that, mm-hmm. we would know his name a lot more. But Kevin Byard is a legitimate yes. good safety in this league, man. Mike Tomlin said that he still regrets not drafting that guy. Seriously, man. Like, he he's, he's really good, man. Yeah. Really good. So when I think of all of that in comparison to us and some of the holes and question marks that we currently have, that's why I lean them in. To me, I think it's clear. And also – I think that they play with just – they're more consistent. Like at times, man, we don't know if we're going to be a physical defense or we're going to just be, you know, hot knife through warm butter. Just run through us. At times it's like we look like we want contact. Other times it's like we're turning it down. With the Titans, you watch them on tape, their effort is never in question. Nope. Like I said, they might not be the best fundamentally, but they are physical every single time. They're not turning down no contact. And for the majority of the time, they don't beat themselves. They're not having a ton of blown coverages like how, obviously, we typically have a lot of blowns. They don't do that as much. So I that's why, for me, it's just like, man, I feel like, yeah, they definitely have that advantage right there. Yeah. Hey. I blame a, you, though. It's a lot to chew on. It is. I still blame you for all of it. I did,
1: I did uh, double-check this. Uh, Titans defense, 18 takeaways on the year. Steelers, 13. So mm-hmm. five more for the Titans defense. Yeah. Both have played 13 games to this point. <sighs> Moatsy, I tell you what, we got a lot of tweets on this. I'm I'm, I'm excited. Already, man, how much
0: time do we have left in this segment? We, I feel like we're right uh, at the break, Yeah, we, 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 got, we, got to get to, we
1: got to get to break here.
0: All right, so. Um, but wh- we'll,
1: we'll, we'll, we got to hit these tweets when yes. we come back. Yes, so
0: look, when we come back, man, we are definitely going to deep dive into these tweets in terms of the would-you-rathers. And then, you know, depending on how those tweets go, we might continue to dive a little bit more. But, no, you yeah. know what? We're, you know you what? Know, We're gonna go to these tweets and we're gonna have a little fun when we get back. I'm tired of being all serious. Okay. We're gonna have a little fun. It's holiday time. You you said you're in the Christmas spirit, right? You feeling festive? I'm feeling festive. I told you, but I'm wearing on my shirt, heavy on the gingerbread man. You know what I'm saying? Keep it Christmas time, Marvel. Oh yeah. So when we come back. We're gonna list our top five Christmas songs as well. Oh, I gotta so, get to work
1: during the break here. So,
0: Power Grid, Megawatts. Y'all make sure y'all put in your top five Christmas songs of all time. We're gonna read those off when we get back from the break. This is Arthur Most and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio.